Thank you for attending today's lesson. Please open your textbooks to chapter 12, The Enigma of Surprise. And now, Sir Blavenhart will be here as a special guest. Please give him your rapt attention. Thank you. Sir Blavenhart? Our ongoing saga continues to unfold with our band of renowned heroes at the forefront, striving to stem the tide of darkness threatening our world. The city is no stranger to... Yes, you in the front row. Yeah, um, my father says that all this is, um, made up. That's an interesting theory, but remember our current topic, uh, you in, in the front row. How has the city's leadership responded to the threat posed by Lord Voidcaster? It doesn't seem like things are getting better. Their decisions are convened in urgency. <laughs> they are crafting strategies to safeguard our realm while bolstering <coughs> the spirits of the people. Uh, yes, uh, you in the third row. Professor, do we know how Lord Voidcaster acquired such dark powers? That remains a topic of fervent debate among our most esteemed magical scholars. Uh, yes, fourteenth uh, row. Look, I don't want to be rude. Why are we sitting in here instead of solving what's out there? There will come a time in each of your lives when you face challenges that seem insurmountable. It's in these moments, my dear students, that your education and your resilience matter most. The wisdom you gain and the bonds you form with your fellow classmates will empower you to face the challenges that lie ahead. I wish I could tell you all that I know. Class dismissed, everyone. Class dismissed. Sublieve and heart, what are you doing? They are in danger. They deserve to know. We can't. We can't tell them anything. And you know that. Bouncing bumblebees. Hi, I'm Marnie Williams, and welcome to the NP City Podcast, a series that invites you into the world of non-playable characters in the magical city of Shelizot. If you've ever wondered what the NPCs do all day while your party is away, this is your chance to find out. Joining us on the show today, I'm so excited to welcome my friend Jennifer Beck, a very talented comedian and actor who I've had the pleasure of playing D&D with for the last few years. Once more, into the void. Hi, Jen. It's so good to have you on the show. Hi, Marnie. It's really good to be here. So exciting. So I have told everyone your name, but um, if you'd like to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and why you're interested in fantasy role-playing games. Right. So my name is Jen Beck and I'm a performer in New York City and I got my start in comedy doing improv and I did a lot of improv through UCB and the pit, even through uh, the magnet for a little bit. And just I, I think role playing in these types of games brings out your improv skill and it doesn't really matter how good or bad you are, kind of like what we were saying, like, yeah, you can have like a bad improv show, but like 
what does bad mean? Like you're just having fun with friends and like finding things. And I think with these type of games, you can, you have like the rules of the world and I put that in quotes, but like you have a foundation to like really have fun and it's all under, I don't know, like a magical sense. And it's just really sweet and fun. Uh, that's a long-winded answer of it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And yeah, I I mean, we were talking as well, like you're saying about improv and I love improv. It's so fun. It's just basically a nonstop improv game and character for sometimes years. I, I, I think our like first game, well, I started the game a little later in my apartment in February of 2020. So yeah, we've been oh playing God. for together for like a handful of years now. Yes, that's fantastic. I love that so much. And um, that's amazing. Also, again, we have to shout him out almost every episode when we have somebody from the party on the podcast. But shout out to Chris Dirksen, because such an amazing DM who's, you know, building all of these worlds for us and doing so much work and effort into putting these stories together. And it's just so much fun. So I could listen to Chris talk all day, every day. I'm shocked that they don't have a podcast right now. Absolutely. I would plus plus 100 to that. Uh, well, we're so excited to have you on the show today. Uh, we are going to go ahead and, and shortly jump into a scene for uh, two NPCs in the land of Shelazot. So Shelazot is a beautiful, bustling city in this fantasy world. And uh, we're just going to basically take Take our take our chances with what's going to happen today uh, to these two characters. There's been a lot of a lot of things happening in this world with the Lord Voidcaster, who's been just sort of messing up everyone's daily lives and making it really difficult to live in this city. Uh, without further ado, Jen, would you like to read your character sheet? Yes, I will, and I'm going to do it in the voice that I have chosen, and it's reminiscent of the cold that I just got over. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. You got that sexy cold voice. <laughs> well, I, it, might, it might not be as sexy, but we're going to try. <laughs> All right, All let's right. hear it. My name is Tahalis Gladmine, he, they, and I'm a human. I'm six feet tall, and I have called this town home for 80 years. Though I hear about many adventures from passing travelers, my full-time job as Void Seer Coordinator reporting to the Void Sage keeps me pretty busy. While my friends appreciate my nurturing side, they know I get frustrated by unnecessary noise. And my favorite hobby is marvelous creature tamer, all my cute little creatures that I have running around my house. Ah. <sighs> Oh, and my, my catchphrase is flickering fireflies. You'll hear me say that a lot. <laughs> wow, I'm really, really excited to meet Hollis Gladmine. It's amazing. 80 years old and still going for it. I love it. <laughs> still at my job. <laughs> cool, cool. The other character that's going to be joining Tahalas today is Bloom Seth Bloom Herdiger. He, him, and I'm a halfling. I'm three and a half feet tall and have called this town home for 34 years. Though I hear about many adventures from passing travelers, my full-time job as assistant to the Void Seer coordinator reporting to the Void Sage keeps me pretty busy. When I look in the mirror, I admire my mop of red hair, rosy cheeks, and the ability to adapt in any situation. While friends appreciate my ability to always find where the party is, they know I get frustrated by focusing on tiny, insignificant details. My after-work hobby is partying, and my catchphrase is dancing dragons. Dancing dragons. You know, 
Where's the party? Where's the party at? This is going to be a likes to party. fun duo. <laughs> I love it. All right. So one more step. One more step before we jump into our scene is we have to roll for challenge. So Jen, you are going to be asked now to roll your d20 dice and whatever number that lands is going to choose what challenge we are dealing with today. So do you want to go ahead and do that? Okay. Doing it now. We're at a six. So, <laughs> so we're attempting to unclog a potion cauldron that is not bubbling correctly. It's <laughs> one of the most annoying things to happen. <laughs> My potion cauldron is clogged again. All right. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the scene. Are you ready? Let's go. <sighs> All right. Well, okay. I'm going to say, though, good job trying, right? Oh, thanks, Talis. That's so nice. That's not something that I would have done myself. Put my hand in. No, I told you to stick your hand in and you did it. So you just did what you were told. And that's right. That was a test of mine and you passed. Well, maybe it would have been better if you like thought about the broom. So let's try the broom. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can try the broom. Okay. You can hand me the broom. Uh, uh, Bloom takes the broom uh, out of Tahalis's hands. Also notices that Tahalis maybe needs to sit down. So <laughs> offers them a chair to sit down. Wow. In. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. Take, take it easy. You know, here's the thing. I feel like you work too hard. And I feel like also the void seer coordinator role it feels like it's stressful I don't know if I want to go into this role I mean do you even do you even feel like this is a good thing that you're retiring I mean nobody else around here seems to care as much as you do care about my retirement or care about the job care about the job I feel like I mean they really care about your retirement because it seems like they really want you to retire and I was in the break room like an hour ago or so when I was, you know, getting a little snack. I was getting like a third third breakfast. I don't know if you've had yours yet. I sneaked you some in my pocket here. Um, pulling out some sausages and mash. My stomach nowadays only accepts warm tea. Oh, right. Okay, well, I can make you some warm tea. That's no problem. Oh, no, continue with what you were saying on people talking about me behind my back. <laughs> Oh, right. So, yeah. So I was talking to them. I was trying to figure out where the party is because there's always one, you know what I mean? Um, so I was talking to them about that. And then they were saying, Dallas is still here and, and they should probably, you know, retire and, and leave this place immediately because they didn't think that you still had the stuff. And I said, hey, can you move, please? Because you're standing in front of the sausages. And then they did. And then I said, you know, Tahalis is here. And that is what matters. So I stood up for you and I came back. That's very kind of you. And you know what? That's that's not new to me to hear. I've been here for uh, probably 60 plus years now. And I, you know, my father always taught me finish the job to the best of your ability and I feel like I still have ability to do the job I'm giving myself maybe another year and then you know we'll see from there my retirement's not set okay but I feel like it does take some time to teach the next incoming person and that's me right like 
You think that I've got the stuff? We're, we're working on it. We're about, what, six months in? Yeah, yeah, six months in. I can remember the first time that we met, actually. Um, I, don't, I didn't think you liked me very much on the very first day, but I feel like I won you over a little bit. You were very loud. Picking up things was loud. You know, you would oh. think putting down things would be the loud bit, but you really know how to make something loud by picking it up. Yeah, you know, that's funny because um, my mother tells me that all the time, and so does my father and all of my siblings, actually. That's funny. They all say that I, like, slam things around, like I slam doors. That's, like, my thing. Yeah. I'm not mad. I just, I just guess I'm loud. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not great. Wait, do you not like loud noises or something? No, I hate them. <gasps> you do? You've never, you've never told me that. I'm, well, I'm a quiet person. I, and I, I don't want to cause trouble between the person that I'm trying to train. You know, so Dancing. I just, <sighs> have you ever seen me shuffle off angrily? Yeah, like every day. Well, yeah, it's usually after you pick up a pencil. Dancing dragons, I didn't know I was upsetting you this much. I'm going to be better, I promise. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, you know what? I'm actually really glad that we got to get to this point. Me too. I think it's another, we should have another go at that cauldron. You think? Well, I, I, I definitely will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take another stab at this, but I need your help. Right, so as a, a professional who has... Done this a uh, countless number of times. This one seems to be the most uh, clogged I've ever seen. I was thinking that you would take the end of the broom and and mash whatever's in there just completely in it more. Sometimes, sometimes it just goes if you do that. It seems opposite. It seems it seems like the opposite. You shouldn't, like, you shouldn't do it. But I think yeah. that's why it works. So what's, um, that's, I can, I can do that. Can you tell me what's exactly in this cauldron, though? Because I feel like if it's, my arm is, like, tingling a little bit from when I stuck it in there. It's just a little, a little acidic. It was, you know, a quick potion that I was drawing up. Just, you know, to help heal my little creatures that I have running around my house. So if you feel the tingling, it's more of just like a numbing agent. It's not anything that you should worry about. Oh my, wow, that's, I, I feel like we've been working together for six months and you've never once mentioned that you have adorable little critters at home that you take care of so much that you're making them medicine. Yeah, it never came up. Ugh. Wow, what, who, who, who's your favorite critter that you take care of? Well, I got, I got my little jelly bean. You could say she's a squirrel, cause she is, but she's so much more than that. And you know, I think we, she's been with me for about, ah, uh, say 12 years now. And we just share each other's thoughts. And jelly bean's a little sick. She's the one with, I don't know if it's a cold or old age. But, uh, just, she's been coughing a lot. Ah, oh, a squirrel? 
Wow. A squirrel. Think maybe, maybe I would have more than just a squirrel as my favorite pet, but... I don't, I don't think that at all. I think that that's wonderful. Um, I'm more wondering how you came upon a squirrel. Like, did you catch it in the park? Or like, how did that actually, how did you come to have a squirrel as a pet? Yeah, well, I'll tell you. We'll be right back after a quick break. Whether you found yourself unexpectedly pulled into a swirling void portal yet again, or watched in disbelief as a dragon casually stepped on your wagon, there's one place where you can leave it all behind. Step into Mystical Haven Spa, where we understand that in this extraordinary city, everyone needs a moment of tranquility. Our spa offers an oasis of serenity where you can escape the stresses of the outside world. Immerse yourself in our enchanting treatments from the Mystic Renewal Facial, which leaves your skin glowing like a moonlit lake, to our Elven Essence Massage that rejuvenates both body and spirit. And for those seeking a truly unique experience, try our Enchanted Aromascape. You'll be transported to a forest of wonders as our skilled therapists weave scents and sounds into an unforgettable journey. Book your mystical escape today. Visit us in the heart of Shelazad, Craig Castle, where relaxation meets enchantment. Let's get back to the adventure. I was walking. I was walking outside my little home. And I was thinking to myself, this was around why I said 12 years ago, 13, 12 years ago. And I was thinking to myself... Man, I don't really have like a best friend. I've been working this job for 60 plus years, 50 plus years at that point. And it just, I would just go home. I would just wake up, go to work, do the work, go home, make dinner, go to bed. And I didn't really have a friend. I didn't really have a life. And then out of nowhere, this little tiny squirrel fell out of a tree right in front of me. And that was a little jelly bean. She broke her little foot and everything. I went, I oh. took her in, nursed her back to health. She just stayed with me from then on. Wow. That's amazing. That's an amazing story. Why don't you tell that around the water cooler instead of telling everybody how to tie their laces on their boots better? Yeah, no one wants to hear about jelly bean. And they don't they they tie their shoes so backwards that I just have to let them know. Because if I don't, then it's, you know, then it's my problem. They trip and fall, knock over a quill ink pad, and then it's everywhere. And it's my duty to keep this space clean. So. I, I, is it, is it your duty to keep the space clean? Because I feel like, I, I mean, I just, just to be real with you, because that's how I am, okay? I want to keep it real. First of all, I think that you are a very interesting person. And I think that other people around here would really agree with me if they knew you a little bit better. But I think that a lot of people have this perception of you as sort of like the office grump. And I feel really bad telling you that. But I feel like you kind of like it because maybe then people don't talk to you as much. Am I completely going out on a limb here? No, I don't think anybody's really truly have has seen me the way that you've seen me. I feel touched. I'm a little angry about it because that's my fallback. But like, right. I, I, I think I think you may be right. Wow, that's 
that's the first time you've said that I might be right in all six months. Don't get used to it. <laughs> but, yeah, I think maybe, you know, how some people take some time to get to know each other. I've worked closely yeah. with you in a way that I haven't worked closely with any of my co-workers. Yeah. You know, I I could be your best friend if you needed another one besides Jelly Bean. I don't need another best friend, thank you. Okay, okay. That's okay. That's all right, too. I've got, I mean, you know, I go to parties every night. I've got so many friends, you know, so many, like hundreds, hundreds of friends. I'm sure you do. Are they loud like you? Yeah, they're all really loud and they like to jump around with ale in the pub. That's usually what the partying is. It's just me jumping around with the ale, which doesn't really make sense because then it all kind of splashes out. But yes, maybe that's maybe that's why they sell more ale that way. Who knows? I wouldn't know. It seems loud. I mean, it would it would seem loud. But, you know, I, I OK, I'm going to make another attempt on this cauldron. And then after that, here's what I want you to do with me. I want us to go to the break room and I want us to see if you can have a positive interaction with a coworker. Will you do that for me? Take that as a yes. Okay. Great. Okay. So here, let me try this cauldron. I'm going to do the, the Tahalis method with the broom. We'll see how that goes. Here. Ooh, 17. Awesome. Okay, great. So using the Tahalis method, wedges the broom underneath this plug and pops the plug up and all the liquid drains out the bottom. See, I told you, just do the opposite of what you think you would do and it's sometimes right. In exchange, you're going to come with me to the break room. Okay. So here's what you need to know. In the break room, Bloom like peeks around the corner from their office and looks into the break room. It's a very small break room. It has maybe just like one high top wooden table and four stools. It looks like they're kind of falling apart. This place is definitely upkept to just an extent that it's functional, but doesn't like really, you know, look like a nice place. Bloom sees two people in there and they're both standing beside this like water pitcher that you can pour your own cups of water with. Okay, so, okay, I think we should go in there. Okay, Geneva and Franklin are there. And I think that, you know, just go ahead and, and try to try to have a nice conversation with them. Just try to try to make a good impression. What do you say? <sighs> okay. And Tahalis goes in and walks, their backs are faced to him. He goes right up to them and then just pivots and goes straight to making tea. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So I want you to roll for that. So roll for trying to avoid the people in the kitchen. 11. Okay. So you were, you were walking into the kitchen. You see them, you make eye contact with both of them. And then Geneva looks at you and sort of like thinks that you're going to pause and you don't, and you just go ahead and make the tea. Uh... Wait, no, stop, stop drinking tea. You're supposed to be making friends with a co-workers. Look, look, I refuse, I refuse to have you leave this amazing career without having at least gotten to know a few co-workers first, you know? I think you deserve that, don't you? Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna call them over, okay? Uh, Geneva, um, could you could you come here and um, look at this tea we found? 
Ooh. Geneva looks up from the water pitcher in her conversation with Franklin. has like sort of a quizzical look on her face. You can see that she is an elf and she's very tall and beautiful and she has very long, beautiful blonde hair. And it's like stretches past her waist and she just looks like a model, like kind of like Giselle Bunchen is like in the kitchen. Um, and she strides slowly, gracefully over to you both. Hello. What is this tea you're talking about? It has it has mint in it. Oh, I love mint. What's your name again? Dallas Gladmine. You're a legend around here, you know. This tea has mint in it. Um and it uh sometimes um you could find some jasmine in it as well. Wow, Jasmine sounds so nice. Is this your favorite kind of tea? No. Oh, wow. Well, I think that I think that I'd like to try a cup. Could you pour me a cup, please? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Can you roll for that? Yeah. And Tahalas is like nervous. <laughs> he is shaking in his boot. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> so Tahalas takes one of the empty cups from the cupboard and has the hot water and is is really trying to fill up the teacup, fills up the teacup, hands it over, and Geneva looks at the cup and says, this is just hot water. Uh, uh, here, uh, yeah, let me get, it's over here. <laughs> and Dallas just like thumbs through the tea as quickly as they can. <laughs> And, and picks one up and perfect and perfect. plops it in great mm, this smells delicious this is really nice thank you so much Dallas. i feel like we should have more conversations uh well yes you oh yeah that would that would be nice and Bloom hasn't been saying anything. They've just been standing there, like, looking as a halfling, like, looking up to each person as they're saying things like they're watching a tennis game and the ball is, like, flying back and forth. Maybe I can uh, give a tutorial on how to cut sandwiches tomorrow. <gasps> I would personally love that because I feel like my sandwiches haven't been angular enough lately. They haven't. I've been fixing them. Great. Well, Talis, let's let's go back in our office and um, thank you so much, uh, Geneva, for, 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 you know, chatting with us. We know you're very, very busy. Oh, it's a pleasure. And Talis, I hope we see each other again very soon. Right. Okay. <laughs> so as Bloom, as Bloom and Talis are walking out of the room, Bloom sort of like nudges Tahalas's hip because that's the closest thing that, that he can reach and says, you did so great. Thank you, Bloom. And, you know, I, uh, I feel like it might not be a full year for me. I, I, have, I have good faith in you. You do? You have good faith in me? I think you're going to go far here, kid. Oh, dancing dragons. That is the best thing that you've ever said to me. It would be a pleasure for me to pass my hat off to you. <laughs> Yay! I started coughing. That voice, I was just like, ah. 
Yes, it was it was right down here. <laughs> that was so fun, Barney. Oh good. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. What did you think about Tahalis and, and that experience that, that they had that day? Oh my gosh. I it was really fun to like it's an element of improv that I miss, like figuring out as you go, like little snippets of this this being's life. And it was just like a really fun back and forth. Yes, and I love Jelly Bean. That's so cute. <laughs> I really wanted to sing a song. There's this song that my sister taught me from like Girl Scouts. And it was like, oh my, God. my dog Jelly likes to roam. One day Jelly lost her home. She came back so very clean. Where, oh, where has Jelly Bean? <laughs> oh, that's so adorable. I love that. Well, okay, this is the time in the show where we hear a little bit more about you. And if you have anything that you'd like to plug, any performances coming up, I know you have tons of shows. If you have a website, anything that will let the people know where to find you. Right. So um, I do stand up uh, mostly at Stand Up New York and the Upper West Side. And I've been hosting some shows at their art house location, which is just a block south of it, which is 77th and Broadway. So uh, if you go to StandUpNewYork.com and kind of check out their website, I'm usually on it on one of their lineups. Um, otherwise, if you want to follow me, um, Instagram, Jennifer Marguerite Beck. It's a long name. <laughs> But it's worth it to punch it in. Um, and I usually post when I go up on shows, like on my Instagram. So that's kind of my plug for the night. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jen, for being here. It was so, so fun playing with you today. It was so fun playing with you today, Marnie. And this is an incredible concept. And I had so much fun. And I can't wait to listen to not only this one, but as this podcast grows. Awesome. Thank you for that. And we'll have your website in our show notes. So please do go and learn more about Jen's shows or performances. So glad to have you on the show today. Have a great night. Thank you, Marnie. You as well. Thank you for listening to the NP City podcast. If you enjoyed your time in Shellazat, feel free to let us know by rating, reviewing, and subscribing anywhere you get your podcasts. Stock Media was provided courtesy of Pond5, featuring music composed by John McAllister, Jose De La Parra, and Alex Rocks. I've been your producer and editor, NPC. See you next time.